All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Daily Dimensions podcast. I am your host, Smitty. Today, we're going to be talking about physical wellness. I'm joined by two of my brothers, two legends in the fitness game, uh, Flair and Troy. Flair, I'm going to let you start off. Introduce yourself, man, to the people. How you doing? Shaquem Fowler, a.k.a. Flair. I'm a wellness coach, wellness entrepreneur. I help people change their bodies, change their mindset, and ultimately change their lives. Instagram, Sharkbait Fitness. Troy. I guess that, I guess that's me. Yeah, yeah, All that's right. you. That's you. <laughs> um, Troy Brunson, aka Tristan. Since we're going by AKAs now, uh, can your AKA be your your government name? No, no, no. Oh, no. Troy Brunson's not you. No, 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 no. Where that is you? It's, it's right. his name is Troy Brunson. My name I never is knew Troy your Brunson. last name. All right, but the AKA is Tristan. <laughs> Instagram, call me Tristan Thirty Two. Um, photographer, and also I follow the wellness journey. Not a coach, but um, I definitely follow the wellness journey. All right. So, you know, of course, physical wellness, one of the eight dimensions of wellness. Um, I felt like you two would be perfectly suited to come on here and talk about this. Mm -hmm. One, because you both have your own individual journeys, but two, because your journeys kind of coincide with one another, mm -hmm. with the way y'all push each other and motivate each other. You know, even before we started recording, y'all was in here clowning each other about your, your marathon times. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> not everybody's friends do that and <laughs> clown <laughs> each other about their marathon times. Um, I guess, Flair, I'm going to start with you and ask you, when did you make fitness something that you were going to be serious about? When did it become like, all right, this is what I want to step into. This is what I'm going to dedicate myself to. So at the time, I was working at T-Mobile. I had just graduated from WestCon. You know, me and you both went to WestCon, said yeah. different things there. I was working at T-Mobile, assistant manager, full-time. Uh, my store manager, Sashua, she was the one who actually put it in my head to to pursue a fitness career. <clears throat> As you know, I have a felony. So when I graduated, it was a lot harder for me to find jobs in the field that I went to school for. Mm. I have a bachelor's in exercise science. I have a minor in psychology. I had a, a few psychology job offers working with kids with uh, disabilities, uh, behavioral therapy, things like that. The rug kept getting pulled from underneath, from underneath me. <clears throat> So my store manager seeing me, you know, go through the trials and tribulations of applying for jobs, going to interviews, nailing the interviews, and then ultimately not getting a job because I couldn't pass a background check. She was the one who pushed me to, you know, do my own fitness thing and be mm. a coach. So it started off with me. Uh, for a while, I pushed back against it. <clears throat> it was a lot of ego behind it because I'm like, you know, I went to school. I got a, a, a four year degree in exercise science. I don't want to just be a physical therapist. I'm mean, not a physical therapist, a personal trainer. Yeah. That's something that you can become after. A, you don't need a degree. For exactly. It. You just need a certification. And my ego was getting getting the best of me saying that, you know, you don't want to be associated with people that just have a certification. They don't really know mm. much beyond that, which is which is definitely the case. But I was looking at it from the perspective of, you know, that's all I have to offer is a certification where in actuality, the certification is just, you know, a legal document saying that, yes, I can do this. Yeah, saying nothing, you know how to do what you do. Exactly. has nothing to do with my actual knowledge, which separates, you know, me from the people that might only have the certification that actually, that never actually study the craft. So her pushing me to to be a coach, I started off training a few of my coworkers, um, you know, just doing outdoor workouts with them at a field in uh, Bridgeport Central High School. As I started getting more comfortable with it, uh, I so at the time, me and Troy, we were living together. We mm. had an apartment. 
And, you know, I, I said to him and he also said to me, like, you know, if you're going to do this, like you have to get yourself to where you want to be if you're going to lead other people to get to where they want to be. That's so a fact. You can't be the coach it, that, <laughs> that don't look like, look like you. Exactly. Yeah. So it started with me, although I was still training, uh, you know, the few coworkers on the side. I was putting it in my head that, OK, like if I'm ever going to do anything beyond this, I got to get myself to where I want to be. So as I'm training them, I'm also training myself. Troy was one of my first clients as well. Mm. And it was a constant back and forth. You know, we lived literally right next to the field that we that we worked out at. It was nothing for us to wake up and walk over to the field or wake up and go for runs and things like that. So me seeing him putting the work in, him seeing me put the work in, that's how I got better. off each other. Exactly. And it was a constant uh, competition, but in the way that it's it's not malicious. Mm. We were pushing each other to get better. And then we also wanted the bragging rights of like, yeah, I got this for you. Like you were saying about <laughs> before we started recording, we talked shit about our, our run times. Yeah. We're constantly trying to beat each other's run times. And it's 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 frustrating because there's been times where <laughs> he has a faster 5K time than me. And then there's been runs I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm smashing this run. I can't wait to get my total back. And I can rub it in his face. And then I miss it by like five seconds. And he still and I gave my I gave it my all in that run. And then I still gotta come back to him like, damn, like bro, you still got me by five seconds. So having having that person push me and then having yeah. somebody that I can compete with and it's a friendly, a love competition where we, we genuinely want to see each other get better, that that was like the building blocks for me to stick with it to be able to, you know, coach the people and like coach the amount of people the way I am now. And then also as I, the more I did it, the more I learned from the people, like the feedback I was getting. So I learned more different methods on how to coach. I'm constantly uh, researching new methods, Mm. staying up to date with trends because although trends come and go, it's important to know them because when you get a new person, they're like, oh, well, I heard about this. And if you don't know about it, even if you can't tell them why it's not the best thing for them to do, if you don't know anything about it, then you just look like, you know, you're old and you're stuck in your ways, which is definitely yeah. the case. So even if you don't apply the newest trends, it's important to know them because you want to be able to tell people whether it's good or not or whether it'll work for them long term. So having having that foundation is what got me to the point that I'm at now and why I'm able to keep keep growing. Wow. Definitely a growth thing. All right. So one thing I want to like transition off of, you was talking about how you and Troy started to become a competition. So Troy, you know, your journey, I'm assuming kind of started around the same time his journey started Mm -hmm. was him starting his journey. The main thing that made you want to keep going and like, did it when times maybe you didn't want to keep pushing yourself, did that help motivate you in a way? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, Because you know, um, me and Keem, we've been uh, we've been friends for a really, really long time. Mm-hmm. Um, so he seen me at my worst. He seen me at my best. Um, and there was one time when I was uh, three hundred pounds. You know what I mean? Um, working as a manager of a busy store. So <clears throat> just all I'm doing is working and eating, working and eating, working and eating, working and eating. Mm-hmm. And it got to a point where you know what I mean. <clears throat> this is when like the shit, the shit happened. This shit happened that like changed my mind that like made me go to him and be like, yo, I, help me. Yeah, we got <laughs> we got to change this. Keep me on track. <laughs> so I remember recalling one time like I got mad at him and I got mad at my other boy because like <clears throat> they 
I even though it was all on me, I didn't see it at that point. Like you yeah. know what I mean. I'm like, damn, y'all my y'all my boys, y'all my aces, y'all my right hands. Like, why didn't y'all tell me you got this bad? Because you know when you look in the mirror for yourself and you tell yourself that truth, it's just like, oh shit. Yeah. So instead of putting my frustrations on me, I put it on them. Like, <laughs> putting it on them. Why ain't y'all tell me that? Y'all like, let you know me get I mean? like y'all this. let me get like this. You know what I mean? Y'all supposed to be my niggas. Y'all see me all the time. Like you know what I mean? Tell me what's up. So ever since that day, you know, Keem, he always, you know what I mean, he knows don't bullshit me anytime. No matter if I want to hear it or not, no matter if I'm going to curse you out or not, don't bullshit me. You know what I mean? Um, but I was working in my part-time job at BJ's, and I don't know, Dolly, if you hearing this, <laughs> this is for you. <laughs> so this chick, Dolly, that I know, she ain't seen me in a while. And I used to be the person at the door, you know, clipping the tickets and shit. She came up to me, and the first thing she said was, damn, Troy, your titties bigger than mine. When I, <laughs> listen, 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 I laughed it off, but when Inside I tell you, was that, shit, that shit crushed me. me. That shit crushed me. That shit, definitely, that shit definitely crushed me, and it just like had me look at things, and I still remember like me and Keem, we sitting on the couch, uh, and we just, we bought the move, and we both, we both don't like our jobs. We both don't like what we doing with health and everything like that. And I and we just talked. We like next year, we won't. We're gonna have the same conversation, but we're gonna be in a totally different space than we are right now. And sure enough, a year came, and it was a completely different conversation. We wasn't where we wanted to be at that point, but we were able to reflect on the past year on when we said like, "Yo, we're gonna start this." We're going to put the work in, and in a year time, we're going to have this conversation, and we're going to be different people. Yeah, I remember the exact, like, like what time of year it was that y'all, like, sat there and was like, when yeah, did we, we move into Taft? It was, we moved in in the summer, so it was toward, it was like May. All it right. was like uh, April, May. Because the reason I say that, you feel me, because New Year's resolutions and fitness, like, go hand in hand. And a lot of people be like, all right, it's a new year. I got a new start. And nah, like, We don't believe in that New Year's nah, resolution. No, New Year's resolution. Uh, <laughs> what's, our, what's our theory on on a better you? And the new, like, what's our gripe with the New Year's resolution? Because you just don't, like, if you want to be better, you can be better. It don't, you don't have to wait till New Year's. If I want to be better today, I could be, I could start to be better today. Especially if it's like April. Yeah, I'm going to wait eight months. Exactly. I'm going <laughs> to wait till New Year's to give it a good two weeks. Exactly. So that's what I'm going to get in the gym. Yeah. That's, that's, the New that's, Year's that's, resolutioners, man. Oh, man. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah, we got, we got a big gripe against the New Year's resolutioners. <laughs> Nothing it's good wrong. for business. Don't get me wrong. Business it's, is booming at business time. Business is booming. Oh, God. There's always an influx of people. The downside to it is that they don't last if they're not committed for mm. the right reasons. You know, if if they're waiting for New Year's New Year's time to get started, those are usually the ones that fall off sooner than later, opposed to somebody that might hit me up now. It's October. They're already thinking about making the changes. They're gonna be more committed long term because they're not waiting for a date to get started. Obviously there's gonna be some some people that they have to wait because of uh uh whether it's a financial reason they have to focus on school, things like that. So there might actually be things in the way of them putting 100% effort into it. But the ones that only wait until New Year's time to get started, those are ones that usually fall off sooner than later. Fall off the wagon? Yeah. Not to say that there <laughs> haven't been people that, that stay with it, but you know, it's, it's less likely when they're waiting two months to get started yeah. on an issue that they have today, that they know they have today. So in, in in your guys' mind, the best time, if you want to change something about yourself, just do it now. Absolutely. Just start it. Well, get 
you don't have to and it's not even saying like go out go out and run 10 miles right now just because you want to be a runner yeah, no which is like, what me and him did that was our <laughs> that was legit our approach we would wake up and say yo i'm going to run 10 miles and i would do did it you he get would do the it. first time uh, yeah, absolutely. We're the type that like, we, fuck it. Like, if we said we're gonna do it, and we don't care how how much it hurts, it's getting done. Listen, right. I got a funny story for you, right? So we plan we plan to do a half marathon, right? We was like, all right, we're gonna run a half marathon, which is uh, thirteen point something miles. Um, and we was like, we're gonna do it in the springtime because it's it's winter. You know what I mean? It's cold and shit. It's, mm-hmm. This is in January. Mm-hmm. This is in January. It's winter. It's cold. So we both agree on it, right? I'm sitting at work and we got the Apple Apple Watch. It tracks our workout. So if he does a workout, it tells me. If I do a workout, it tells him. Mm-hmm. This motherfucker ran, went out and ran a half marathon. I still remember it was on a Sunday. I looked at my watch and I yelled out, this motherfucker. <laughs> and I had a customer look directly at me like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's it's just something just happened. Something, something came up. And I was so mad. This is all I could think of that that day. I'm like, what the fuck? I just worked, I just worked from like 6 in the morning to like 4 in the afternoon. I said, you know what? I'm going for a run. Let's do a 6-mile run. Just fuck it. Uh, let's do an 8. Running at 8. Fuck that. Let's do the half marathon just because this motherfucker did the half marathon. <laughs> Mind you, no training, no nothing. We weren't training for it or no, nothing. No, went ahead and did just it. Just did it. And that 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 competition, that competition mindset that we've we've gathered it just pushes you forward because mind you my knees my knees start breaking down while I'm running and I'm like all I'm thinking we don't believe in stopping when we run you got mm. you run that shit through so <clears throat> don't, all I'm thinking don't matter of, how slow you could be dragging your feet like, just don't you, walk don't walk <laughs> just I, don't walk I'm telling my legs as I'm running like yo I don't give a fuck if you guys break off <laughs> we are finishing this shit because all I'm thinking about is gloating to him that I did it and so I'm yeah, like I you know too. Fuck that 13 miles. I need to do 14 because this motherfucker did 13. I did 13. I stopped at 13 and maybe a quarter because I wasn't sure exactly. I think like how half, much it was. Yeah, I think it's 13.1 for the half marathon technically, but I didn't want to just do 13.15 like and then it'd be 1.6. And then the, the run app tells me that it wasn't technically a half marathon. All so right. I just did like 13 and so a quarter. Just to be badges. safe. Yeah, just to be safe. He does it. He does 14. I, I got the faster time. He got the further distance. <laughs> and that's, so who that's was the more tight? <laughs> on my run, I was accomplished because I went further than him. I didn't uh, care about yeah. the time. Yeah, and, and run, at that point, we weren't even thinking of time. It was just to complete it. So I think okay, I was yeah. more tight because he, back he then, ran the time, yeah, exactly, the times weren't important. It was the fact that he has the furthest distance now. I didn't give a fuck what the time was. <laughs> on my I run, this shit in three days. I made sure I ran by his house. He ain't hear it, but I yelled out, fuck you, Keem, as I ran past his house. <laughs> so now when you ran this, you ran this on a track or you was running through the neighborhood? No, no, no. you got to, um, I hate the track. Tracks and treadmills, not for me. Yeah. It's I got to run a You got to see something new. Okay. That's our mind. Some people they can run on the treadmill for hours. They can do the track for hours. Me and him, we got to be able to see scenery, something that's going to take you out of the run. Okay. So we, get your mindset into something else. Yeah. Like, all right. So when I when I'm I mapped it to out this mailbox, or exactly. Something. When I mapped out my run, it was literally just around each side of Bridgeport. I touched each side of Bridgeport on the 13 mile loop, and I just made it up as I as I went along. I would see, you know, how many miles I'm at. Think about the relation to where my house is i'm like okay i'm gonna start looping it back this way i'm gonna like try to make it as circular right. as possible so in theory 
by the end of my run, I'm close to my house so that I can just go home. See, I don't have to go 13 miles and then I, I'm still like two miles away from where yeah, I live and, and I gotta like, either walk right, or let me run catch some the more. bus back. Exactly. <laughs> he does it. He does it a different way. Me and this is what I would recommend to everybody who's like who wants to run and they struggle to like actually get the distance because they quit. So what I do, I run straight. I run straight. So whatever, if I'm doing, if I'm doing, let's say something like, if I'm doing a four mile run and you, you don't trust yourself to run four miles, run two miles straight because regardless if you quit or not, your ass still has to come yeah, back. You gotta walk that. Ass. You gotta come back. And regardless if you if you're just starting out, regardless if you run or you walk, you did that four miles. So you just go straight. You gotta come back. Mm-hmm. That is one way to look at it. Yeah. Uh, it's effective. I'll be seeing some of y'all run maps, especially yours, Flair. Yeah. I'll be like, this man done ran to the east side, <laughs> ran back. Like, yeah. I'll be like, yo, this I'm a person I got everywhere. I prefer loops because I just gotta see something different. Like the the down and back, like you know, two miles on way, two miles back. That's okay, but me personally, I just I would just rather make it a loop, mm. a circular circular run. So I'm seeing something different the entire run. I remember one morning, I was driving to work and I seen June running. And I was like, everybody, I've seen June running too, running. driving somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> man was running past the jail. I said, all right, I'll see you, June. Go yeah. ahead, keep Funny running. story about June. He put up. <laughs> I don't know why this bothered me so much. But like he, we were doing like a thing where you run fifty miles in a month. Mm-hmm. And oh, I remember. Keem put up like I didn't run. Like we had a blackout on the street. Um, we had power outages at my job, so it's hectic. I didn't run for a while, and Keem put up the stats for everybody on his list that ran. And June was ahead of me by a lot. <laughs> and it's like this motherfucker don't run and i'm yeah, like he said, you're not even I, about this life like that i took that so personal i ran 25 miles in three days yeah wow <laughs> i was mad as fuck <laughs> just to get wow. out of june but wow. that's the type of mindset that that propels us. like when we see somebody else like nah I'm, I'm i'm ahead of that like i there's no reason why his name should be ahead of me on the list all right so now for somebody who's not super competitive maybe new in the fitness game whether it be male female whatever it may be what's something that you think that they could use as a motivation tool to like help keep themselves consistent one i would say don't be motivated be determined and focused because what happens in this and this has happened this has happened to me Mm -hmm. um i actually find myself find myself drifting into it and had to learn to uh change it so If you want to be healthier, and he he would tell me this all the time, and like it wouldn't just like sink in until you you sink. Uh, don't set don't set a common goal. You know what I mean? Like some people like they wanna I want to fit in this dress by this wedding, so they'll set a goal. Hey, let me lose fifteen pounds. Mm. But they want to be healthier. You know what I mean? Like you wanna yeah. like don't don't think about fitting in that dress when july come thinking about think about always being able to fit in that dress you know what i mean okay and that would just be one of the goals hey i want to get this by this time but then i also want to move on because when you just set your goal as one thing you lose that motivation that focus and everything Mm -hmm. like that it's telling you uh, it's it's happened to me like we set a goal when we first set out the goal was to lose 80 pounds i want to lose 80 pounds then I lost the 80 pounds and then that drive and determination that I had, that focus, that shit went out the window. Mm-hmm. You know the moment what I mean? you got the 80. Huh? 
like the moment you got to 80 or like somewhere so around it, that? The moment I got to 80, you know what I mean? You you feeling yourself, you know yeah. what I mean? It, it's a good summer, you know? <laughs> it's a good summer. <laughs> you, you feeling yourself, you know what I mean? You got people you got people that, you know what I mean, wasn't fucking with you before, want to fuck with you. You got more new people that want to fuck with you and shit like that. Everybody giving you that attention that, oh my goodness, you look so good, you lost all that weight, <laughs> everything like that. You, you know what I mean? You get happy, you start indulging in that, and then you slip back, you know what I mean? You start, hey, I'm not going to go to the gym like, I was hitting the gym every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me hit the gym five days a week. Uh, let me hit the gym three days a week. Mm. And then you got this nigga called. Yo, when you was, when the last time you went to the gym? Shit. Uh, <laughs> last week. Like, <laughs> so it, you get and then you start eating like bad, and you, you get you get complacent with it, and then yeah. that shit it just slaps you in the face when it when it hits back. Mm-hmm. You see the number creeping back, and it's mm-hmm. like ah. Like, yeah, you lost the 80, but because that was the only thing that you were focused on, it creeps back. Like, mm. you got the 80, and then, you know, as you're putting the weight back on, like, oh, I don't care. Like, I, I technically, you lost 80 pounds because you still did that. But then you start putting back on two pounds here, two pounds here, two pounds here. Yeah, next thing you know, you're, like, halfway it, back. It, it, don't, it don't stop. Mm. It don't stop. Yeah. Wow. Right. And that's something I had to learn as a coach, uh, <laughs> you know, dealing with somebody who, like you, like you asked about, somebody that's not a competitive person my my method of coaching in the beginning was the the same method of coaching that i received growing up being in football my whole life yeah i grew up in miami the coaches in miami they will beat the dog shit out of you (laughs) to get you to do what you need to do on that football field they're very type a they want something done and this is how it's gonna happen they're gonna bark scream and kick your ass until you do it it's gonna get done Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, it gets done. Yeah, we don't think about it, you know, growing up like, oh, this is too hard for me. It, you know, if it was too hard, you just didn't play football. But if yeah. you're a person that wanted to play football, you didn't give a fuck what what kind That's of hell fact. you went they through. You run to China mm-hmm. and back. You exactly. Do you throw up. Then be like, okay, you feel better now. Now, now give me fifty more. Like you got suicides. It just got done. So when I started coaching, my method of of coaching other people was the same way that I received coaching, which doesn't bother me. But to you know, uh person that isn't motivated by you yelling at them they just they'll fold up and yeah it's bad coaching because you're not you're not giving it to them that they need to be that they need to receive it and i had to learn that to to tap into different people's like troy said don't be motivated but you know they need something to keep them to keep them going and a lot Mm. of it is the, the the method of coaching like how you approach them some people they don't mind being yelled at when i do my fit camps it's you're getting yelled at yeah if the fit camp is too tough yeah because it it, i can't individualize a fit camp i have you know 20 20 30 people Mm. i can't you know be soft on you and then yell at the person next to you it just doesn't work that way which for me it's a lot easier to just be who i am for the fit camp because if it's not for you it's not for you it's okay i'm not mad You, you don't have to be mad just find something that works for you. The fit camp environment, people know like you're coming to get your ass kicked. Yeah. The one-on-one coaching, I had to learn how different people. You had to tailor it to that. Exactly, which is which is very very beneficial. Tailoring your workouts to a person to fit their exact needs. You can't have a cookie cutter program or a cookie cutter approach. Mm. And it helps. A lot of times when I see you working out too, like posting workouts, you're working out with your clients yeah. too. So now is that you just trying to kill two birds with one stone or is that like also 
if I'm doing it, you can do it too, kind of thing. Like a uh, lot of the times, it's to kill two birds with one stone because <laughs> <laughs> so I ain't coming back. Here. Exactly. If I have to train somebody, but then again, if I have to train multiple people on the same day, I'm gonna give everybody the same energy. Mm. And one, the clients they respond a lot better when you know instead of you telling them what to do, you're showing them how to do it. So although they might be they might not be lifting the same weight that I'm lifting. Their form is their form is good. They're getting the same amount of reps, and for them, they're pushing just as hard as I'm pushing. But obviously, we're not at the same level. The yeah. same thing when I work out with uh, Telic, who I consider my strength coach. When we work out together, I'm he lifts a lot more than I lift, but my workload compared to his workload, we're putting in the same amount of same effort. amount of effort exactly, and gotcha. that's you know. The clients, they them seeing that and them seeing that I'm willing to put the work in with them, it keeps them into the workout. It's a lot, which is why I couldn't work in a chain gym. It's a lot harder to to just tell somebody what to do and you're just watching them do it. And to me, that's it's very boring, especially yeah. if you're in the gym for hours at a time. It gets very boring to just stand on top of somebody and micromanage what they're doing. I'd rather be into the workout, sweating yeah. right alongside with you so that you know, like, you know, I'm here with you. I'm here for your growth. So would you say like, and this is no shade to anybody who like works in this profession, but like if you're just like at a chain gym and you're kind of just telling people what to do, but not doing it yourself, like you kind of like a gym teacher almost kind of just telling people what to do. Yeah. And it's, <laughs> like you said, it's no shade because I, I do know a few. I don't know a lot of trainers in chain gyms that are good trainers, but I do know a few <laughs> that outside of outside of their job, they are they are good trainers. It's not a lot, yeah. But there are there are those people that you know they're about that shit outside of them telling somebody else what to do, mm. because you see them put the work in on their own time. To me, those people they got it a lot worse than somebody like me who I have the luxury to work out with my clients with them. The people that you know they have to they have to coach when it's coaching time, yeah. And they then they to. still got to get their own reps in on their own time. Like that's that's to me. It's it's tougher. It's not a lot of people that do it, but it is tougher. Listen, man, it's two versions, and we talk about this all the time. <laughs> it's two versions of being fit, man. You could look the part, yeah, and like not be it, but there's some motherfuckers out there that live it, mm-hmm. that live it. Like you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Live we that fit life. we know some people that they look the part, and they also you're not outworking them. Mm-hmm. You understand exactly why they look like that. And yeah. there's some people that look really good. But then you go to work with them, and you're like, you, they, you just look good. You just look good, like you know what I mean. It's like, what are you, what are you trying to do? Are you trying to, you trying to make me look good, or are you trying to make me look good and feel good? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because mm-hmm. if you can't, if you can't, like, the, I, I'll bring it back to running, just because I run. So, you can't run a mile, but you teaching me how to run ten miles. Yeah, that, yeah. That really doesn't, that really doesn't correlate. Like you teaching me how to be stronger, but you're not even pushing yourself to be stronger and like with the gym shaming thing like a lot of people like if I go work out with somebody like the first thing I say and I was told the same thing working out with him working out with my boy Jeff you don't need to lift the same as me don't if Mm -hmm. you gotta if you gotta lift 10 pounds if that's what you could lift to get the form right he he had to nail this into my head if that's what you gotta lift to get the form right that's what you got to lift to get the form right. Don't, who are you here for? Mm-hmm. Me. Yeah. I don't give a fuck if you're looking at me lifting a five pound weight. I'm doing this for me. I'm not doing this for you. Yeah. I'm not doing this for your enjoyment, your pleasure, and everything like that. So you just knock that shit out the way. Mm-hmm. 
and people just they're scared. Like I don't like. And once and, you get the form, the the, the then weight, the, then the weight come after. But yeah, the, but to go off what you were saying about that's one of the the drawbacks that I had with becoming a personal trainer was the ego thing. There's a lot of people that they're in the fitness world just because they looked the apart, but they're not really about what they what they what they preach. I feel like chain gyms hire people that look the part. Very true. But then again, you can look the part and you only have the certification. Yeah, that's what I'm more. saying. The like, certification is just, you know, if somebody gets injured, they're not liable. That's all Okay, so it's like an insurance thing. Exactly. It's not even because you you're good you, at what you yeah, do. Yeah, you legally need the certification to, to, you know, put hands on a client. So if I'm coaching you how to do squats, like, and I don't have a certification, I can't adjust your body and say, hey, like, you know, lift your chest up, mm. spread the weight across your feet drop your butt down a little bit lower like if if that were the case in a chain gym and then they find out oh this person doesn't have a certification but they're touching the clients and you know coaching the clients then it's a legal it's a legal problem yeah exactly it's to cover their own ass which was you know like i said my main main drawback with having the degree and then having to do something alongside somebody who only has a certification who's not about that shit yeah but then again you know it's it's a different conversation but when you're in the when you're in the field and you're living what you preach. There's a lot of people that don't even have the bachelor's or the certification, but they're just as badass as the people that do. So you yeah. kind of get the feel for both ends. Like, you know, there are those people out there that don't have the background, but they're about that shit. And then you got the people who have, you know, the certification, all the nutrition certifications, and they don't, you know, they don't live what they preach. So now transitioning off of that real quick, Troy, this is for you. Um, so you did start Fat Boy Fit, you feel me? I'm a little upset. Mm-hmm. My shirt never came in. You said it was in the middle. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> COVID, you know. <laughs> nah, nah. I when I said that to you, I definitely found myself at a point where I was like, "Yo, I'm about to do this." And then, out me like many other people, I was. It was motivation. It wasn't determination and focus, as you put it. So then it kind of fleeted a little bit. But with Fat Boy Fit, what was the I guess the driving force behind that, what made you want to start that whole concept and that brand and like this I I ain't even gonna lie. It was mainly for me. Mm. So like <laughs> I'm like and I remember I was t- I think I was telling Keem shit. I said, so if I'm posting this and like everybody's seeing it, I can't stop. Yeah, because it's real. Everybody it's real. everybody is seeing me do it and everything like that. And then, you know, people People did. It started to get some traction. People did start hitting me up like, yo, I like what you're doing, everything like that. You motivated me and everything like that. And me, I'm the type, oh, word, let's go to the gym. You know, mm-hmm. you don't have to pay. I got I got a, uh, got a guest membership I'm not using. <laughs> like, and then, like, they're like, no, I can't, I can't match your workout. You don't even know what I do in the gym. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. Sometimes yeah. I go in the gym. <laughs> I hit the elliptical. <laughs> I hit the bike. So I'm on the bike. The sauna, and I'm out. That's the workout <laughs> like, right oh, there. That, we're done. We just burnt 500 calories. We're good. So, uh, like, you know what I mean? That that would always like make me a little bit upset because it's just like you're starting. Don't tell me that you're inspired by me and my actions, but then immediately start doubting yourself before you even start that's that's why you haven't started yet because mm-hmm. that that doubt uh, my buddy trey used to always tell me um there's when you when you think of a a positive thought and you guys are going to notice now 
Mm. When you think of a positive thought, there's always two negative thoughts that come in your mind that tell you why that positive thought shouldn't be done. Mm-hmm. And like you gotta, if you're aware of that shit, you'll be like, oh shit, like there really is two negative thoughts that come. But if you listen to those negative thoughts, you're never gonna do your mm. your positive thoughts. Like That's I true. know when you wanted to do your podcast, you had you had some negative thoughts. It was definitely some negative thoughts. But look where we're at now. Mm-hmm. We're down here recording, man. Down here recording, <laughs> you know what I mean? You got to choose. You got to be the person to choose to to follow that. And don't don't think there's not going to be times. Like, there's there's times where it, it's not going to go the way you think. It's That's mm. why it's it's a journey. It's not. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. not. It's not a straight line. It's a process, man. It's Tru- not a straight line. Trust me, because he, he can tell you best. Like, you know what I mean? Those those quick those quick fix things you know i've done it all i ain't even got i'm not yes, even ashamed has. i'm not ashamed to uh to say you know what i mean i've i've done uh weight loss pills um i've fasted like where i didn't eat for a week Yikes. just drink you know mm, what i mean straight juice just no straight water you oh, drink for, juice for a week you drink juice um i've done i've done intermittent fasting which is which is really good mm-hmm. but i've done extreme intermittent fasting where i'm like have a four hour gap and it's like why are you doing this to yourself you know what mm-hmm. i mean and you gotta you gotta be do something that you just gotta change the way you live if you don't change the way you live it's gonna be temporary and mm-hmm. you're not going to like get it back like him with the consistency since he started there is no there's been no there's been no yeah. change in his repertoire like he's it's about that shit like he <laughs> he does it he does it when he doesn't want to he'll bitch about it but it still do it. It's gonna get done. Mm-hmm. It, it, it gets done no matter even if even if like the thing he doesn't want to do. All right, he don't want to go to the gym. All right, I'm not going to the gym today. He's still gonna go out for a run. I'm still gonna do a hundred push-ups. I'm still gonna. He's still gonna do something, something to keep him. Yeah. To keep him in that that shape, and that's what that's what it really got to be about. You got to understand that those days are gonna come. You're gonna you're gonna gain weight. You're gonna lose it. You're gonna feel great. You're gonna feel bad. It's it's gonna happen. But you got to keep on with the journey. If not, then just don't do it. If you wanna, if you wanna do whatever you wanna do, do it. <laughs> just don't be a, don't be upset about doing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Don't. Oh, I just I need to lose this. You know. You know. We all got that person that's always just that Debbie Downer. Like, yep. damn, I need to do this. I can't do this. I'm too fat. It's like. I, I, I date a person like that. <laughs> no shame. <laughs> like it's like if you if you want to be like that, be like that. Don't you know what I mean? Don't bring me down too. You know what I mean? Like live that live that way. That's cool. Yeah, nobody's no, forcing it, this lifestyle on you. Like if yeah. it's not for you, it's not for you. Just don't complain. <laughs> you don't have to do it. Like I ain't come to you with the comp- you came to me yeah, with you the came negativity. To me. And don't do it for social media. I, I can't I can't stand because I'm generally like uh like a happy for you type person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you know I've hit you up on uh, on times like yo Smitty, you know what Definitely I mean? Have, Keep doing yeah. your things. Like I'm generally that that type of person I that just see you do good. I love that shit. But when I give I give that energy to somebody who's just doing it for social media and then it stops it's just like what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I could have been so giving this to somebody we, else. <laughs> we were all rooting for you. Yeah. <laughs> That's when that trendy shit come into play. People that's doing it because it's because it's the 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 thing for now. Mm-hmm. Like when COVID hit, a lot of people were doing daily challenges. Them know. challenges made me so annoyed. And some of like you know they're, every they're, day was a exactly challenge. every day. It's a, oh a hundred squat challenge. The next day a hundred push ups. Yeah. The next day a hundred burpees. 
And then after a while, like you know, you see it, you see it in the beginning because it's trendy, and then a couple a couple weeks in, COVID COVID quarantine set us back a couple months. It only took I'll I'll give it two to three weeks before I stopped seeing the the fitness challenge posts on Instagram. Mm. And then there's people like myself and other trainers out there who are doing live workouts that we stuck with it. It yeah, wasn't I did see y'all doing the live workouts. It wasn't for the trend because that's something that we're invested in. The people that's following the trends are not invested. They're just doing it because everybody else is. Like Troy said, you give them that praise and next thing you know, they're not doing it anymore. Or mm. you see them in praise and like, oh, uh, how's this going? Like, oh, I'm not doing that anymore. I'm on to this. And then it's the next trendy thing. It sucks, but that's just the circle of life. Unfortunately, that's how it is with a lot of people. Yeah. Man. Oh, yeah. Like the keto diet. Yeah, like, a lot of people do keto. <laughs> I, like, you've done, so how do y'all feel about no. these these diet trends? Like, okay, keto or, or Atkins diet or whatever so, it may be. They work. Mm. They, why do they but, work? Huh? Why do they work? For the people that they work for, why does it work? Because they stay on it. There you go. So, like, yeah, that's what I was going into. Yeah. They work, <laughs> but it's not like, and I, I tell everybody with the keto, they, oh, I'm going to do the keto, da, 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 I'm going to lose this. Yes, you will. You will lose tons of weight very fast mm. but once you stop and get back into your regular eating habits mm. it comes right back sometimes even more mm -hmm. because your body's been starved for that mm -hmm. so it comes right back you don't break through that part that part where your body's just like all right this is what we're doing this is what i'm adapted to mm. like so people don't understand that and when they when they get on these type of diets and everything like that it ain't it it don't it can't be a diet it has to be a lifestyle lifestyle change so, which is the only that's the drawback with obviously they are technically diets like intermittent fasting i do intermittent fasting from time to time when i you know when i want to see a specific change yeah the people that are on these diets keto for example me being a coach you know i go through the whole process of like meal coaching and trying to figure out eating habits and lifestyle habits that might impact whatever their goal is or where they where they currently are. The first thing I'll ask them if they tell me they want to do keto diet is what's your favorite food? Nine times out of ten, their favorite food is pasta, pizza, something that's high in carbs. Yeah. Like you you can't do keto if your favorite food is it, is something carbs. Yeah, because you're you're essentially eliminating majority carbs from your entire eating. So yeah, you might stick with it for a month, but like you said, it has to be a lifestyle. It can't be a diet. Because as soon as you're like, yo, fuck that, like, I, I need to go have, like, 10 <laughs> slices of pizza. It's been a month. All that keto went out the window. Because then you're going to have it, and you're going to remember, like, oh, you're gonna my God. You're going to get that taste for yeah. it. Oof, man. And then you're going to want it again, and that's why keto's not for you. Because your favorite, something else might work for you. Yeah. But you got to figure out what things you could, could remove from your eating lifestyle that's not going to impact the things you enjoy. And then you got to realize that you, my favorite foods are, Troy will tell you. Burgers, pizza, I, I eat all that shit. <laughs> I do it in moderation. Um, <laughs> you got to understand. Like, it's not something. I don't take anything out of my, my, my eating lifestyle. I just have it less. Okay. And when you understand that, okay, like, I can only afford the, to have this cheat meal. Like, you can't have the cheat day. The cheat day, you'll fuck around and ruin the entire week. That's a fact. You cheat can day have will turn track. into a cheat week exactly. to a cheat month. Exactly. <laughs> you Been can there. Have, <laughs> you could have the meal that you enjoy. You just got to know when when you can have it. And you got to be strict with yourself and honest with yourself. Like, okay, like if I'm going to do this, 
I can't fuck up the rest of like if it's a Wednesday, you, you got to realize like weekend's coming. You might be playing a brunch or you might be planning to go out with your, your loved one. You can't fuck up just because you going out like you got to remember Wednesday what you did. Like, you earned it for Wednesday. By all means, enjoy it. Yeah. But just because it's the weekend don't mean the grind stop. When people understand that, that's when they make the lifestyle change opposed to those those short, quick fix diets. Got you. Got you. Got you. All right. So now before we wrap up this interview, right, just from each of you, for the person who's listening now that's thinking about starting their fitness journey, they got that one positive, but it's two negatives in their mind. Mm-hmm. Troy, I'm going to start with you. What would you tell that person listening right now? Uh, nobody's going to do it but you. It's like you're drowning in the water and you're in the ocean. Like you want you can either live try your fight your best to live or you're going to just die. Like mm-hmm. nobody you're, that plane ain't coming from the top, that boat ain't coming. Like with this shit, like especially just in life in general, like in your whole wellness, anything. Nobody's going to save you. You know what I mean? Um, you got to take that step to do it. And with especially with losing weight, it's a simple, you know how they say the easier things are, the harder they the are harder to do them. to do, yeah. Losing weight is simple. It, you can, The <laughs> losing weight is <laughs> burn more calories than you intake. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> math is simple. It's very simple. <laughs> if I burn more than I eat, it's I will lose step. weight. <laughs> That's the one step. That's all you got to do. Lose weight. <laughs> so, you know, I never thought of a sad easy. You know, it's something that simple, something that simple is uh, just, it's hard to do, but you got to stay consistent. And there's three three levels, three levels. You got the beginning. That's when you motivate it. You know what I mean? And then you got the middle where you start to plateau that you got to keep pushing through. And then you got the, you got the release when you, when you're at that point and you got people in your ear telling you, oh, my goodness, you look so good. That's the that's the, the maintenance part. When you get to the maintenance part, that's the hardest part of the three. Mm-hmm. Really? There's actually two more steps, but he's he's spot on. Mm. Beginning, middle, end. That's that, that maintenance part, because that's when everybody's giving you all the praise. For the ladies out there, mm-hmm. that's when the niggas is jumping back into the yeah, inbox. DMs, yeah. Well, they probably in the inbox anyway. Dude, <laughs> this is crazy. But the fellas, that's when the chicks jumping in your inbox first. Yeah. And everything like that. And then like you you taking off your shirt. You don't care. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? One of my main goals was to not see my ass crack when I got my drawers on. And <laughs> like I would walk by the mirror, make sure my ass cracking. <laughs> but it didn't start until I made made that conscious effort to say, "Hey, this is what I want to do." And also, you don't need to go at it alone. Even though nobody's gonna save you, you don't need to go at it alone. Mm-hmm. Walked up to Keem like, "Hey, I want to do this this time." Like, cause there was other times where I said it, but he knew it in my voice. Like this time, I want to do this shit. Mm-hmm. Hold me accountable for it. It doesn't matter. What I think, what I say, hold me accountable for my actions, for what I do now. And he, he would still do that. He mm. would still do that. Like, mm-hmm. piss me off. I be having them rip a manure conversations. Piss me off. But he take it on the chin. And he, and he do what he need to. Just got to go along with it. So grab that account. Know your... <clears throat> Let me see. Get the steps in order. Yeah. Know what you want to do. Have a, have, a, uh, have a focus that you're going to focus on. Get somebody to hold you accountable to it. And just get out there and do it. Mm-hmm. All right. So then, Flair, same question for you. 
you know, that person listening right now that's like, I want to do this and mm-hmm. uh, back and forth on the fence about getting fit and making it a lifestyle. What would you tell that person listening right now? Mm. There's so it's, it's a lot of things I would want to say to that person. Like, I wish those people were in this room so that they could hit me with. Uh-huh. This is why I'm not doing it. At the end of the day, none of that shit matters. <laughs> <laughs> none of that shit matters, yo. Because I'm going to listen. I'm going to give you 30 seconds. Like, give me all your excuses. Lay them all on the table. Are you done? Now what you going to do about it? That's fair. Like, like, who are you making this change for? There's a lot of people that, you know they'll break up with their significant other and then that's when they commit themselves to themselves there's a lot of people that it's not a bad thing because you know after that that you know if it was a toxic relationship or if it was just a bad breakup like you know then you start to look at yourself in the mirror and say hey like you know i don't like the way i look i've been complacent with how i look because of who i've been with they've allowed me to to look this way or i didn't feel the need to do better because that person loved me anyways there's people out there that want to make change for their children like they want to have a a good relationship with their child. Like, if you got a kid, you need energy. You need (laughs) fucking energy. I could imagine. I could imagine. (laughs) There's no way I'm keeping up with my son if I wasn't as active as I am now. Because my son, true to tell you, he bounces off the walls from the time he wakes up to the time he goes to sleep. He doesn't walk in the house. Just runs. Runs. From the kitchen to his bedroom. If we had Troy House, he's running back and forth with the dogs. I see him run. He look fast. He is fast as shit. But that's all he do is run. So you got to figure out, is this really what you want to do? Or or is this just something that, you know, you say you want to do, but you're not going to do it? Like if, like we said earlier, like if it's not what you want to do, cool. Nobody's bringing the conversation to you. Mm-hmm. I don't ever reach out to people like, yo, I think you need to do this. I'll see people post that, you know, they want to do better. And then I'll, I'll message them or I'll write on their post like I can help you. But mm-hmm. I'll leave it at that. I just let you know that the help is there for you. Yeah. Ultimately... Whatever excuses you have, it doesn't matter. Do you want to do it or not? If you want to do it, by all means, let's make it happen. If not, nobody cares. Just continue Just continue doing what you're doing. Nobody cares. To leave off on that, I got to tell y'all about this gripe. Oh, man. And this is, this is for the people out there. Tell them about it. <laughs> if you want to do this for you and you don't, and you don't have the time. Like people say, I don't have the time. I don't have the knowledge and anything like that. I don't know what I'm doing. That shit don't come free. And it gets me very upset when people want to do something for themselves. And <clears throat> they don't want to They don't want to pay for quality shit. Invest in. Mm. They don't want to invest in themselves. Like if I Gotta tell invest. you, hey, if you save $10 a week. I can double that. Well, I can get you a million in five years. Are you going to do it? Yeah. That $10 a week. So things like that, it makes me mad because people would say they don't have, I don't know, can you, uh, what's what's a regular rate for you? $100 a month for my online coaching. $100 a month. People would say they don't have that $100 a month, but you buy, I don't drink, but I know alcohol prices. You buy a bottle of Henny. That's $30, $40. And that's you buying that in a week. And if you buy two bottles of that. You could go through two bottles in a weekend. Yeah. You could. You really could. You go that's that's your training right there. And mind you, that that alcohol is adding to your stress. It's mm-hmm. not taking away from yeah. it. So like people will go to like lengths as far as like asking me to train them because they know that, you know what I mean, <clears throat> I've gotten, I've lost weight and everything mm-hmm. like that. 
I don't know how to fucking train and he's you. inviting. Like he said <laughs> earlier, like he's the person that, you know, hey, okay, you want to work out? Come on, I got the guest membership. Come with me to the gym. But that's his thing. Come with me to the gym. Yeah, I'm yeah. not. I'm not, so not bringing you to the gym you. to to coach you. No, and I tell people this all the time. They'll ask, "Oh, I need you to be my trainer." I have a trainer. <laughs> I have so a I'm trainer. Not a trainer. I have not, a trainer. So, and I let them know I will gladly put you on to my trainer and everything like that. You could try that out. But then they 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 start talking about cost and everything like that. If you want to do this for yourself, it's. People ain't people ain't free, you know what I mean? It's mm -hmm. not just not just Keem, you know what I mean? Every other trainer that's going through it, I don't wanna go I don't wanna go to school and learn how to get healthy. Yeah. He's already done it. I don't wanna go online that and learn these sixty thousand dollars too. Yeah. <laughs> let's not even talk about it. Yeah. I don't wanna go learn these workouts. He's already done racks. it. I went back a second time. It's like, yo, I don't know if it's worth it. It's yeah. Listen, you wouldn't do it again. You know what I mean? If you got, if I got somebody that's already done what I don't want to do, you got to pay for that. Yeah. Just like if you go to Six Flags and you don't want to wait in line, what do they do? They charge you for the flash pass. You could cut the line. It's just going to cost you. <laughs> How much you want to cut the line? How that's what I'm to do you want it. You exactly. Know. You got to be willing to put that money into it. A lot of people don't understand that. Yeah, And, and aside from the money part, and I'll, I'll leave it at this because I know you say you're trying to wrap it up. Aside from the money part, I, I went to school for the exercise science degree. I got the certification. I'm a YouTube university graduate. Yo, I'm on YouTube Magna every single line. day. <laughs> like I said about keeping up with the trends, I'm constantly looking at what's new, what's out there, what's been done, what's worked, what hasn't. So I know how to approach what it is that I'm trying to accomplish. There's so when I was doing the quarantine workout, that was free. Yeah. For the entire quarantine. I didn't charge a dime. And I was able to do it because as soon as as soon as people got back on their feet, like I got blessed. I've been reaping the benefits because I was I was able to put myself out there and give people that that outlet to to get started from home for free using body weight. If you had dumb, I told people if you didn't have dumbbells, go fill a gallon of water, Get the and that's water your weight. Popping. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's so excuse. much. Exactly. It's, it's if you don't want to do it, you are gonna make the excuse anyway. Yeah. Like the money. It's the easier time, to say I don't want to do it. Exactly. Yeah. Which is why I say it doesn't matter what your excuse is. Like, do you want to do it or not? Because yeah. the excuses are always gonna be there. You got YouTube. Like, you don't want to pay for it. Cool. Find find a free outlet that's going to get you started that you can get the ball rolling. You might not be able to do everything that you see other people do following like the basic things on YouTube because those aren't tailored and those are, you know, for the general population. Mm. So you might not be able to do everything, but it's out there for you to get started. If money's if money is the issue, if time is the issue, there's 15, 20 minute burnout workouts that you can do from home don't give them an out because if money's an issue you can always restructure for what mm -hmm. you want mm -hmm. yeah that henny how much is that henny really worth to you <laughs> is the henny bottle at the end of the week if you if you buy one bottle 25 dollar bottle a week every weekend that's your hundred dollars a month right there that's a fact or even smaller things like people that get coffee every morning exactly or Starbucks how much is that coffee every day weed yeah. <laughs> we, I didn't want to say that too. Listen, but no, not people that smoke cigarettes, anything like that. Would it, it's you're paying really? You're paying for convenience. What if can you? This this is yes or no questions. Can you grow your own weed? Yeah. 
would it, would you, you pay would it be, because would it be it's cheaper? already packaged? Would it be cheaper to grow your own weed? Probably. I'm sure it would be. Yeah. But you pay for the convenience of somebody done gave this person uh, tons of it that's already grown it and everything like that. All I got to do is call them, get it. It's already packaged. They'll deliver it. I deliver it. We can meet them somewhere. It's already packaged. I'm good. All I got to do is roll it up, put in the little bong or whatever, and I'm good. The convenience. Part. How much is that convenience? How worth? much is it worth? To some people, hundreds. Yeah. Hundreds a week. <laughs> I'm yeah. charging 100 <laughs> Only one of those hundreds. <laughs> you see, you see <laughs> broke niggas who don't got jobs smoke the most weed. Mm-hmm. How do they get the money? We don't know. It just happens. Yeah, the world may never know. The, world, the world may world never know. Greatest kept secrets. But <laughs> I appreciate y'all coming on the show, appreciate man. Appreciate you having us, man. This won't hey, be man. the last time. We've got to do a follow-up one of these days, Yes, man, sir, absolutely. We, we could touch on a couple of different topics. Yeah. So one last time before we go, uh, where can the people find you, starting with you, Flair? Instagram, Sharkbait Fitness. Facebook, Shaquem Fowler is my full name. If you're looking for the workout side of me, if you're a person that's looking to get started on your wellness journey, Instagram is a place to go. On Facebook, I'm mainly on there for the memes. I don't post as much. I'll post from time to time on my Facebook, but I've had my Facebook for too long, so I have a lot of a lot of population that shouldn't be there, so I don't post as much there. So Instagram is the best place to get started, Sharkbait Fitness. All right, you, Troy? Uh, so currently I'm off social media. Okay, uh, ghosted. But, you know... The account's still out call there. Call me. They're deactivated. I don't even touch them. Okay. I don't even have the apps on my phone. Uh, call me Tristan32. And also, if you're looking for any photography or anything like that, you got my photography page. It's just J-U-S underscore T Productions. Give me That's an email since you're not on uh, social media at this yeah, time. Yeah, underscore give me Productions. Email. Give the, me uh, that, that one's still up. The email? No. Oh, the, the uh, photography page? Photography page. Okay. okay. So photography or fitness, we're going to go to the photography page. No, you go to you go to call me. Call me Tristan Thirty Two. You can still see it. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. Well, again, thank you guys. And this is Daily Dimension signing off, man. Appreciate y'all. We're gonna keep rocking on this journey. <laughs>